Now, it's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop. For the latest news and information about technology. Now that, that's the guy. <laughs> it's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I brilliant. think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely have the best job. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Embrace those little ideas there. Have a look around and, and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm Trevor Long, yourtechlife.com. And joining me on the line, as usual, Stephen Fennick, the other bloke talking tech from techguide.com.au. G'day, Steve. Hello, Trevor. How are you today? Mate, I'm awesome. What a great week. Are you uh, lots you had a, you had to time. voice last week. I'm feeling, feeling much better. better. You're sounding better. And a, and a huge thank you publicly to you for filling in for me on uh, TUE on the weekend with uh, with Tim Webster talking technology for an hour. It, you got lots of calls. Pleasure, mate. My, my fans, they flock to you there for a bit, but they'll be back this That's weekend. Great. I actually managed to get a plug-in about the podcast as well. you got, you got a plug-in about the podcast. you got a plug-in about your website. I hope it all went well for you, buddy. Now, we've got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, thank you very much for joining us. And if you're listening for the fourth or fifth time, thank you also. Uh, TwoBlokesTalkingTech.com is the website. You can send us an email there. You can uh, listen to the podcast. You can download the podcast, and you can get it at iTunes as well. Here we go with Two Blokes Talking Tech. Big week this week, Trevor. What do you call it? You've said it before. You'll say it again. This is... It's grand final week for geeks. I knew you'd say it. That's perfect. Because it is, mate. It's it's that moment we kind of wait for. And, and I, I you always get accused of being an Apple fanboy with these things. But let's not yes. kid ourselves. This is a great device. It is a yes. amazingly popular device. And that's what it's about. It's about the build-up. It's about the crowd. And that's what happens Friday, 5 p.m. Uh, at Apple stores and Apple resellers around the country. That's right. We're, of course, talking about the iPad 2. And uh, you know what? This is uh, being released uh, less than a year after iPad 1. It's actually only been 10 months since the release of iPad 1 on May 28, 2010. And I think this maybe brings them back on track for the release cycle because, you remember, the original iPad was announced really early and there was a long lead time. Now, a long lead time in America, yes. let alone here. So maybe this is the this is the time of year we're going to get it. We get the iPhones around, what, June, July? So That's right. this is the time we'll get iPads. So, well, uh, you'll remember, too, that the iPad came out in the U.S. early April, so it's nearly mm-hmm. early April, so we're, all, we're almost in sync with the U.S. again. So yeah. uh, fingers crossed. They've said it's going to be released on time, but we'll be able to maintain that, uh, that synchronization with the U.S as well. Now you and I talked last week about our, our predictions and we both uh, pretty much spot on thought that it would be under 600 599 and a top out at 999. Haven't we been surprised well, this week? Pleasantly surprised. Pricing uh, has exceeded our expectations would that be fair to say Trev? They've come in way under the mark. We, we were, we were going to be happy with 599. They've hmm. even undercut that 579 for the entry level 16 gig Wi-Fi topping out at 949 for the 64 gig Wi-Fi plus 3G, which at the bottom end is $50 cheaper. At the top end, $100 cheaper. And that's right, 100 bucks off the price of the top model. Now, the, the people, people know that this is probably mostly currency-related, and this is a good step. But we've got to remember, Apple doesn't just drop prices for fun. This is, 
and and also there's a lot of criticism about Apple pricing, but you've said to me a million times, and it's very true, this is inclusive of GC. This is walk-out-the-door yes. pricing. You don't get that in America. And when you consider how small Australia is, and we, we don't know, but I've heard... Um, a big telco talking about in the hundreds of thousands. So we're not talking... I reckon we're talking a million or so iPads at best. Probably right. But I, I do know for a fact that uh, in Apple's eyes, Australia is one of their one of their really, really good markets. And we, we really do punch above our weight in terms of the amount of Apple product we buy compared to the uh, size of our population. And you're right, you did mention that the dollar hasn't hasn't hurt us since since middle of last year, late last year. It's been very strong against the US currency. That's all that's come into play. Hmm. But I think too that Apple are just there. I, I think too that their, their production is improving. They had a steep learning curve with the iPad, had shortages early on, but then came roaring back with supplies, and I think they've really streamlined the production, which I think may have added to the cheaper price as well. So availability-wise, we're looking at uh, a Friday 5 p.m. launch. Now, I want to be clear, I told you so. We said yes. la- I said last week I, I, they'll do the they'll do the late late afternoon thing like they did in America. Now I, I was talking to a, a, a TV station earlier in the week, and I'm suggesting I don't know whether this is good or bad for the news cycle, which is an important thing for PR companies because the six o'clock news. I mean, what are they going to do? Are they going to cross live? I well, don't know. Do you, do you really think that Apple care about our news cycle, mate? They're going to sell a gazillion of these things. Does that really matter? I think it's the absolute number one reason. I think what they want is a different news cycle. I think they're yeah. used to getting the breakfast news cycle and the morning news. I think they want to get the evening news. I think they want to have you know live cross or at least crowd shots yeah. in the evening news. And that that's what they'll get on Friday. Absolutely, so. yes. And, and it'd be interesting, too, to see that uh, we obviously know at 5 p.m., at the Apple stores uh, for availability. But I also was uh, doing a little bit of uh, snooping around town with other stores like JB Hi-Fi, for example, mm-hmm. and I asked them just innocently, I said, uh, will you be stocking the iPad 2 this week? And uh, the, I did mention the fact that they go on sale 5 o'clock uh, at the Apple store, and mm. they said, listen, you need to speak to my manager. That late in the day, we probably won't be selling them. So mm-hmm. Apple may have that, maybe another reason why they, they decided to have the late... Uh, late start to the day with the sell, the sales. And that may so help that the resellers on the weekend. Mm-hmm. It may help your JB Hi-Fi, your Harvey Normans on the weekend. Because I heard last year, Trevor, that remember that last year's iPad launch was nuts. It was lines around the block in the George Street saw in the city, mm. people waiting up to three, four hours to buy an iPad. They and were I, crazy. I heard people be walk, walking up to the counter mm. at JB Hi-Fi yeah. across the road Mate. and buying them at 9 o'clock without waiting in line at all. I was at Bondi. Uh, for the iPad launch and I got there really early um, to take photos and all that kind of stuff and there was massive queues and Paul Murray who's now at 2UE uh, joined me on the day because he's a massive fan and uh, of the iPad and uh, he and I stood there and I, we had a dilemma because we were in the media queue so he couldn't go in and buy one you know that was a real problem so he was then behind the queue by like miles you know what he and I did we waited till so the Apple store opened at 8 the JB Hi-Fi in Westfield 100 metres walk <laughs> Opened at nine, we just bought one right there. It was easy, there and we didn't have go. to line up. So, but I, I suspect though, Trev, that none of the other resellers, JB Hi-Fi included, uh, are allowed to say they're going to sell it until Apple sells it from the Apple stores. I think oh, that there's no one doubt. of the conditions would have been that you cannot advertise the fact you're going to have iPads until. We sell them like you know yeah. when we decide. So. They 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 aren't allowed. I'm 
predicting that the rule is you're not allowed to pre-promote. Um, you are allowed to sell them. You know, they're yes. probably allowed to sell them from 5 p.m., but they're not allowed to pre-promote it. And so Fair it'll be it's, it's a risk. See, that's the thing. They they don't want people queuing up somewhere else for the risk that they may not get one. So that's hopefully right. people will avoid that and they'll line up at Apple stores for the queue. But I think you'll find your best bet is to line up at JB Hi-Fi or, or Harvey Norman on Saturday morning. That's probably a better bet. That I think be mate, a good move, yes. Oh, oh, but, you, know, uh, you and I you and both I, had uh, a look you today. You and I have, are lucky enough to actually already have an iPad to Trevor, so uh, what do you think about it? What are your initial thoughts about it? Mate, oh, the white is beautiful. Oh, I, yeah, I, I agree. It, it's kind of like, like why would you buy a black one now? That's, that's so iPad 1. <laughs> no, I agree. It does give it that new that new feel. You are f- does feel like you're holding a new product uh, w- with the white one. I've got the white one as well, and uh, I just love the feel of it in my hands. It's mm. very slim. I don't think people like. And, and I've told you, I saw it briefly in San Francisco with that mm. hands-on with the launch, and I said to you, it was really slim and light. And I don't really think you can appreciate that until you actually hold it in your hands. And no. the first thing people say is, "Whoa, it's thin." And and here's the thing, I'll I'll tell you this. I think it's ugly upside down. I don't think it's as I don't think it's as good looking as the iPad One lying on its screen. Um, someone sat okay. sat mine so down. The rear panel. You you don't like the rear panel. As I don't much think as it's original. as attractive as the iPad One. It's a stupid inane thing. I know. Um, I think the speaker holes on the back are, are useful and therefore provide a better sound, but. Kind of take away from the Apple design, but who cares what the back looks like? That's that that cover really adds to it. So I think, look, bottom line, the look and feel isn't is an advance. But you're going to hammer me here again. But it's it doesn't feel any lighter than the than the iPad <laughs> one. Okay. Gee, I don't know. They're going to have to build a featherweight iPad for you, Trevor. I don't know. Well, what, Stephen, we will talk shortly. We will talk shortly about the Samsung Galaxy Tab. It is a light device. So yes, iPad two. Let's talk about the case. That is yeah. that is a smart case. That is magic. Forget the iPad. That's magic. Absolutely. I've had an, I've had as much fun playing with the cover as I have had with the iPad to, to itself. So you just, you just uh, keep on right. pulling up the like corner. Little peek. I, I do what I call the peekaboo. I open <laughs> up the corner and I see the screen come to life and I put it back again and then I do it again. Peekaboo and it comes to life and I put it back. If I was Apple, I'd, I'd program what we what, what we call in programming an Easter egg. So if someone peekaboos <laughs> ten times, it just it just turns on and says, "Look, I'm staying on until you open me up, you fool." <laughs> That would um, be good, but now, uh, no, you're right. It is what I like about this case, and and I don't know whether you you're a fan of the original case for iPad One. I wasn't a big fan. I yeah. think it was, it was, it it hid the device away too much. No, it was I agree. a great, easy way to hold it. It provided a decent stand, but it hid the thing away. It's like mm. having a Ferrari and not taking it out of the garage. Uh, you, you, you rub it, it in. Out there. <laughs> but but the thing about hiding it is you you feel you spent seven eight hundred bucks on this thing. You feel like you're going to scratch it. So I don't mind the idea of hiding it away, but when you're just sitting there in a meeting or whatever, it is a great cover because you can just simply flip it over, roll it, and stand it up or, or sit it down in a, in a typing position. That cover is great. The le- I like the leather. The black leather is a nice, yeah. simple look. The colors will go off with, with lots of people, especially the young'uns, but um, the, the black leather is a really nice look. It doesn't look and feel amazingly leathery. It's just a lot, um, yeah. lot more. It feels rich. I think rich yeah, is rich. the word they use to no, describe the leather. Expensive. But have you noticed when you roll up, when you roll that smart cover up to become as it becomes the stand for you? Mm. Did you know there's all there's magnets within each of those four sections, and they actually grip each other so that it, it forms a more stable stand? Did you yeah, it does. That? It does. But I did have a have a situation where I had it standing up, kind of on something, and I lifted it up, and the magnet all fell away. So you got to uh-huh. remember that it's not a permanent stand. You know, it will fall away. Uh, you, you know yep. what I mean? It's it takes a bit of getting used to. But and and yes. someone said to me, "Oh, how lazy are you? You don't want to slide, <laughs> press a button, and slide it on." It's 
It's about simplicity, okay? Yeah. When your 80-year-old grandmother picks up this device and opens the cover, it's on and she can touch a button. You know, it's it, you can open the email. There's no... You know, it is intuitive to slide. It is intuitive to press the big home button. But, hey, why not make it even easier? Absolutely. I think, too, uh, we should talk about the speed. That's, that's probably Definitely. one of the most noticeable things, apart from the camera, which we'll get to. But I think the speed is... I've actually sat the iPad 1 next to mm-hmm. the iPad 2 and done things like opening the browser, opening the settings, opening similar the same yep. apps. Yep. And the iPad 2 always wins that. Even if it's a fraction of a second, let, let's be honest, but, but those it still count. has that zippiness to it that the other the other iPad was quick but not as quick as the new one. You 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 give up so early. The other iPad, it's like you've just buried it. You you, you poor man. Uh, I've still got it here. Actually, I've got a situation here, Trevor. I've got a situation because I've got three children, two of them teenagers, and they're all they're all jockeying into position to get my old iPad now. I don't know. I don't know what it's like in the long household, but mate, I have the biggest problem of all. Right, my wife doesn't care for technology at all. The and day you did the a very iP- good imitation of her last week, I must yes, say too. Yeah, thank you. In episode four, if she wants to download it, the um, the day the iPad two was announced, she said to me, "Don't think you're getting a, getting an iPad two. And I went, "Why not?" And she said, "Because I want it." So I don't get the iPad two because she wants it. Okay, apologies to Mrs. Long too for that that ridiculous <laughs> imp- impression. But anyway, I, Mate, I, she's I, never listened to a single podcast. Trevor, the iPad two is is a. Do you, would you agree? It's a huge improvement. It, it is massive, it's and this is what people don't understand. Engineering wise. To make a device that thin that is that is this feature packed is is stunning. Oh. It's, it's Have you sat it next to the original? I've sat it next to the original. It's like sitting next it to makes, a brick. It, it makes the original looks like a biggest loser contestant. I think. Someone in the it's chat room, by the way, has just suggested I buy her one and buy me one. I don't think you understand how little I make out of this technology game, okay? Just <laughs> calm down, people. So, the cameras. Um, front and yes. back, we don't really know the resolutions, but um, what do you think? Well, the the front facing camera is I, I use FaceTime a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I talk to my my friends, my family, and whenever we're away, we use FaceTime. My, actually, quick story: my younger brother Michael was in in Hawaii uh, during the tsunami alert. Mm. Remember the Japanese oh, yeah. quake sent the alert across to Hawaii, and we were trying to call him just to make sure he was okay and that he, he was up high enough and etc. Et and no one could get through on their phones. Mm. And I said, "Hang on a minute, I'm going to give him a FaceTime call." Got through <gasps> first go. Right. I was talking to him on FaceTime. He was showing me the, the the deserted streets. I could hear all the alarms in the hotel wow. going off. He's fine, by the way. They were on the 12th floor. It was all good. But it just goes, you know, the, the FaceTime is so convenient. Now having it on a device like the iPad, bigger screen real estate, you can turn it on its side. You can fit in your whole family if you're talking to your friends overseas or whatever. Great addition. Um, I, um, it doesn't bother me. I don't use FaceTime. We don't have an iPhone in the house, so there's no one to FaceTime to. Uh, the, the, our Mac is in the FaceTime garage. FaceTime to Macs as well. No, as no, well, we don't, we don't have a Mac. We don't have a Mac in the family device. room, mate. We have a Mac only in the garage for me, okay? It's very simple. <laughs> in um, the man cave, of course. Look, the, the camera is good, but I think what we need to emphasize while we wrap up here on the iPad 2, because we don't want to talk iPad 2 all episode, but I think the number one thing that, that makes this stunning is the price. I mean, this is ridiculous, the fact that we're talking about Apple being the cheapest tablet on the market. Now, it's not the cheapest because there are cheaper, but... Well, how's this for a slogan for iPad 2, Trevor? Hmm. Thinner, lighter, faster, cheaper. Yeah, which we'll never hear from Apple because they don't want to say that, but that is the absolute slogan. Thinner, lighter, faster, cheaper. Um, That extra word can't be said in America. That can only be said here in Australia. It's cheaper. 
Uh, and that's a big thing. But it's cheaper than the the big competition. We'll talk in a minute about the Galaxy Tab. It's cheaper than that. It's cheaper than the Zoom. It's it's going. I would suggest be cheaper on... than the Motorola Zoom. That's right. Yeah. And uh, well, the, we haven't heard a price. Uh, I think the the playbook the playbook in the US from is going to be five hundred. Is it four hundred ninety nine in the US? It is. So April, in, in the US, April. in the US, it's competitive. In the US, yeah. the the playbook and the and the iPad are competitive on price. Please, please research in motion. Make it competitive here too, but and you will make yourself a winner. The playbook's only got a seven-inch screen, smaller screen. Very, I, that's iPad's an excellent got a nine-point-seven-inch screen, so that's excellent and that's point. the same price. So, mm. that's, and, and uh, I think screen real estate matters. I think absolutely. when you sit and look at a web page, uh, it's like yep. looking at a web page on a netbook, which I did again this week for the first time in a long time. It's it's a difficult experience because you've got to scroll so much. Um, yes, you do. So ten's mm-hmm. better than seven. Um, the the iPad is a hugely competitive device. It is and will continue to be the number one tablet device for some time. There's nothing on the horizon that will beat it. There are great competitors for those that don't want an iPad for whatever reason. Um, but, mate, I think competition-wise, it's it's the winner. What are your thoughts? Absolutely. I think there's a lot of people, a lot, lot of responses I've had is that people that have waited, that they didn't buy the initial iPad, and they're so happy they've waited, and they don't have any excuse to wait anymore. iPad 2, there's going to be a lot of sales from those people, and uh, I agree with you. It is going to be the tablet to beat in 2011 and beyond. But while we're on tablets, and let's not overdose. It's raining tablets, Trevor. It's, it's, it's an overdose. It's raining um, tablets. It's, um, you don't need a prescription, people. You just need money. Um, the Galaxy Tab. <laughs> That's very clever. It's not bad. You didn't pick up on the overdose reference, by the way. I'm not I gonna... did. I actually, I've used a reference to a tablet, which I won't bore our listeners with right now. But I, uh, I do love your train of thought, and let's continue with it. So, the Galaxy Tab 10.1V which I guess stands for Vodafone. Vodafone, um, yes. It's going to be available next month, and it's a 700 and something dollar device, so straight out of the box, it's more expensive. It, you can buy it outright, or you can buy it on a plan, which is still going to work, it'll be more expensive. But let me tell you, this is a 10-inch device, so it's comparable to the iPad in, in look and feel. And I'm telling you, Steve, you, you bag me continuously about the weight of the iPad. This device is lighter. And it, it is lighter. lighter. Is it actually lighter, Trevor? Is that just you just sort of holding one in one hand and the iPad in the other and doing the actual comparison, or is it actually Mate, lighter? It's lighter. Full stop. Okay. Someone look it up and email me. Fair enough. Well, I'm I've very confident that it's right lighter. Now. And uh, I, I, look, I was. It was funny. I, I got the these two devices on the same day. How's that for hard act to follow? I know I it's iPad difficult, isn't it? And then very soon after, I was talking to Samsung and, and holding uh, the Galaxy Tab 10.1 V. And uh, no, I, mean, I was impressed. I think the the device has got for a start. It's running Android 3.0, which beautiful. is beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, very lo- a lovely interface. Uh, and the device is quick. It's got a one gigahertz dual core processor, so it's very fast. The iPad uh, 2 also has a dual-core processor mm-hmm. that was zippy, which we've already mentioned, but uh, just on the, Gal- the, uh, the Galaxy Tab 10.1V, oh, what I like about it, and you are right, it does feel light. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say it feels <laughs> a lot lighter than the iPad 2, but anyway. What I like about it is that I like the grip, the grip on it, the back. It you feels know, when like you hold a grip. it in two hands, it's a design a thing. place to put your hands. It feels like that, doesn't it? And I it, said to the guys at Samsung, I said, look, you're not pretending to be some flashy metal back. You're not pretending to be leather. You just made this thing that's plastic and it doesn't look so bad. Here's its biggest selling point, apart from being lighter. Um, the, <laughs> the browser is stunning. 
Stunning. Nice. It's like it, being on your computer, people. It is a tabbed browser that you're used to with Chrome and Firefox and Internet Explorer, and it is a full 100% browsing experience. None of this... Don't listen to BlackBerry about the, the uh, Torch ha- uh, 6.0 having having... Flash. It doesn't have flash. It's got flash light. This thing has flash. Ten point two. This 10. thing 2. has flash. Yes, you go to does. any that's website. A, that's a key point, don't you think, Trip? Uh, it's it's the most important thing. It's it is the uh, with the greatest respect to Samsung because it's a beautiful device. It's the only reason you would buy this device mm-hmm. because oh, well, there are some other reasons. No, can no. I can I suggest one? It would be the eight megapixel camera with flash that can shoot full HD video. Once again, you know my that's opinion on cameras on big devices like this. Yeah, you're not a fan, <laughs> are you, of the big I mean, display? But, like, but how easy is it some... to be able to shoot your, your video on a 10-inch display? You, you can... I don't think... But while holding you, your you camera be, like a steering wheel. Spielberg. It's so easy to do. You can do it on a, on a little phone. You can do it on a little compact... Why would you hold something so big to take a photo? Because it's makes... there, Trevor. It's there. Why do they climb Mount Everest? Because it's there. Because they're stupid. It's a <laughs> deadly experience. Anyway, tab oh, browsing. Yeah. Okay, but let me get back to the browser quickly. Yes. The, the reason I think it is a compelling purchasing point is because yeah. it is 100% full browsing experience. You can literally hold this and show people a website like it is on a computer. No, oh, but that doesn't work here and that doesn't work there. It is 100% browsing experience. And that is a very, very, very important feature, I think. The, 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 the Honeycomb operating system has a small, I would say, 9mm. It's not full centimeter, but it's about 9mm, 8mm taskbar at the bottom, like your Windows taskbar, which mm-hmm. is there all the time, has the time where you get your settings and alerts, like emails and things like that. I love mm-hmm. the pop-up alerts. Fantastic. Whatever app you're in, you get an email, it pops up just in a little, little corner, just like it does in Windows. Um, has a home mm-hmm. button that doesn't look like a home, so it's kind of confusing, but you get well, used to you'll it. You'll notice there are no buttons on it, Trevor. And, Stephen, we had this discussion about the iPad in the future not having buttons, and you're adamant it'll always have a home it'll button. It'll always have the home button. Mate, oh, that's my you... point. But this one doesn't, and I respect it for not having that. I think it's very good, the virtual keys at the bottom. We but I was co- interested to you, – you've noticed as well, I'm sure, that the orientation of the tablets are slightly different. The iPad – I think you're encouraged to hold it more in what we call portrait mode, which is sort of the, the sideways. Deep, deep screen. Yeah, sideways. And there's, the camera is actually at the top of the iPad 2 in that, in that uh, format, in that direction. Oh, but you're holding the Samsung Galaxy, and the camera is down the longer edge of the d- tablet. So you've got to hold it in landscape mode. Have you noticed that? I, you know what? I hadn't given that any thought, and I think you're right. Mm. Although I have never used my iPad in portrait mode. I don't do it. You're always using it landscape, so you always hold it wide. So always. So long ways across the screen. The only time I use it in, in upright mode, as I would call it, portrait mm-hmm. mode, is uh, when I'm doing these shows because it's uh, what I use as my um, screen, so when, it, when I'm docking it in the little dock. But look, the, the, the Galaxy Tab is a, a very fast, fluid d- device. The Honeycomb operating system is... Uh, a 100% improvement on, um, on the Android operating system generally. But the number one reason not to buy this device... Uh, other than price, is the Android market. It's full of absolute junk. And and let me tell yeah. you that if you try and find an app for the tablet, you'll struggle. I tried to find Solitaire, and I couldn't work out which one was tablet-based and therefore had mm-hmm. no idea if it was going to take up the full screen. Although I was told today by a Samsung representative that there is more than 200,000 Android apps. Is, is that... Yeah. Does that- a hundred thousand of them are two, crap. More than two hundred thousand apps, which yeah. is a hundred thousand of them are absolute rubbish, <laughs> and and a hundred ninety thousand of them are, are built for little tiny screens and don't look any good on the tablet. Yeah. So and in terms of resolution, the screen resolutions are almost identical. It's the uh, the Galaxy Tab 
10.1 has a 1280 by 800, which means the screen is slightly wider. Wider. The uh, the iPad screen is, I think, 12, 1024 by 768. So it's actually, no, it's got a better resolution. Mm. But it's uh, the, the iPad screen it happens to be a little bit squarer. It's so basically, the, uh, this is a widescreen device, and the, and yeah. the iPad is pretty much a 4x3. Look, it's a beautiful device. Highly encourage you to check it out at Vodafone stores nationally. It is more expensive, but it's a beautiful, beautiful device. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, t- Trevor, I'm a I'm an avid TV watcher. I mm-hmm. I know that you may be as well. You're also oh, an avid radio watcher, radio watcher, radio listener, mm. of course, as well. But Digital uh, radio, mate, I watch it. One thing that I do a lot more is watch TV on my computer, and also now on the iPad, thanks to some cool new products from Elgato, which is they're one of the biggest Mac-focused developers mm. based in Germany, with offices also in San Francisco. You and I had the chance to meet up with some of their reps this week to show us some groovy new networked digital TV products which will work on the iPad and Macs and PCs within your network. It is very rare that I swear at vendors when I meet them for coffee, but I was absolutely blown away by these devices. Now, I'm living under a rock. I know people are going to tell me that, but this let me just be really quick because we are, we're smashing the time here. We talked a lot about tablets, but a couple of things that I, that I saw that just blew me away. I've got the little USB thing. You plug into your computer. You, can, you plug it into an antenna and you can watch TV. Yep. What they've got is this this network based device that is you know the size of I don't even know what but it's it's a little it's the size of it like it's, it looks like a fat CD case. I there you go, it. a fat yeah. CD case. Let's run with that. It's got a I coax just... plug in the back. You plug it into your antenna. It's got an Ethernet port and a power. So you plug it into power, plug it into your TV antenna, and you plug it into your router, and then using software on your PC, Mac, or iPad, you can then view or iPhone digital TV. I yes, mean that's stunning, uh, mate. So it I is very I, handy. And we we mentioned we mentioned I, I, there was an app we spoke about recently. Uh, being able to watch live TV on mm-hmm. your iPad it was a Time Warner cable yeah. uh, app. Remember that? Now this gives that power to be able to watch your free to wear digital free to wear anywhere in your house, anywhere within your network. And I understand too that this device lets you watch two different channels on two different devices as well. So you can yeah. actually not... You're not locked into That's the same right. channel. I can be watching something down here. My wife can be something watching something upstairs. And we can record PVR functionality. I, I encourage people to check it out. Elgato. Um, just search for it. Um, mate, just quickly, the other thing was a little tiny device, smaller than any mobile phone, which has a little antenna Amazing. on it. It's a digital yeah. TV receiver, but you watch it on your iPad via Wi-Fi. That is brilliant. And just the other product was called ITV Netstream. Do we mention that, Trevor? Yes. This new product that you're talking about is called the Tivizen, which Tivizen. I think is a cross between the words TV and citizen. So it is very small. I was very impressed with this product. It is smaller than an iPhone, smaller than a regular mobile phone, yep. and is basically just a portable set-top box, isn't yep. it? And we'll talk about it more, and we'll both put reviews on our websites, I'm sure, when we get a, we get a hold of in the next few weeks, techguide.com.au and uh, yourtechlife.com. Real quick before we talk uh, kids and vision, a huge thank you to Netgear supporting uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech uh, Connected if, with innovation, whether it's a home network, a router, uh, a new modem, whether you want to connect your TV to your internet via Wi-Fi, whether you want to do anything with network activity or whether you want some storage at home in a network-capable way, 
It's a fantastic bunch of products. Netgear.com.au. We couldn't do it without them, Steve, and uh, we thank them Absolutely. for their support. Thank you, Netgear. Mate, um, before you talk uh, Nintendo 3DS, let me be uh, take a minute to thank Vodafone, who um, uh, took me to Bathurst this week. I was able to take my four-year-old son, Jackson, to the Vodafone driver swap up at Bathurst, Jensen Button and Craig Lowndes driving each other's cars. I had an absolute ball. Uh, Jackson had an absolute ball, and, and it wouldn't be possible without the people at Vodafone, and I had a na- great time. And let me tell you uh, just it, quickly... It looked, looked like a good day. I the, loved your video. Was that a, did you shoot that on... Uh, how did you shoot I, that I little shot, video out there? I shot uh, one video on the BlackBerry and uploaded it on the BlackBerry via um, via 3G uh, directly to YouTube from the BlackBerry. That was cool. You're a clever guy, mate. And then... Oh, mate. Please. And then, <laughs> then I had the little flip camera and I took a stack of videos and I, I did a really quick thing on a netbook. I merged them all into one little one minute video highlights and uploaded that via, via a 3G now, I, I just want our listeners to understand just what a huge motor racing fan mm. you are, Trevor. Now, Jensen Button, also very close to your heart and your son's heart, I hear. Oh, and He's my wife's. Driver. There you go. So, this, spending this day out there yep. for you, I can appreciate. I want all our listeners to appreciate just how huge it was. And thank you for Vodafone for making my podcast. Podcast partner, so happy this week. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, Trevor, there is another product that's going to be released very shortly. It's not just all about the iPad 2. It is for this week. But next week, we're going to see the release of the Nintendo 3DS, the new gaming system that allows 3D gaming without glasses. I'm sure you've heard of this one. Yeah, again, I haven't played with it. I haven't seen it. And I don't understand how good it could be um, because I'm a bit skeptical about 3D without glasses. But what interests me... It's only got a a very small 3-inch screen. And the glassless experience is actually... You can actually adjust the depth of the 3D. But anyway, so is it, would you say it's launch, like the, the good old days of those those pictures? But the U.S. Uh, stories coming out of the U.S. about uh, the new 3DS actually being used to diagnose kids with vision problems, believe it or not. That's now, if you can't see, there's some kids that have tried the 3DS and they I can't actually appreciate, they can't see the 3D effect on that screen. It's mm. glassless, like we said. That's actually a sign that they may have vision problems. That's amazing. Including a vision issue called amblyopia, which I'm glad is you said it. known as lazy eye. So that's uh, there's one of the one of the respected uh, eye doctors in the U.S. I won't try to say. I was going to say you got the amblyopia thing. You couldn't get ophthalmologist. Hard, but no, there's a doctor in the U.S. who said that the the 3DS he described it as a godsend because mm. it could identify these eye these vision problems really early in life that would have otherwise gone undetected until they were a lot older. So and it Nintendo can be actually on. recommends that users under the age of six do not use the 3D screen, but Optometrists in the U.S. are thinking, well, this is a, it's a great device for detecting those vision problems, and they're saying go right ahead. One of those interesting conflicting uh, recommendations. Nintendo say don't. The, the doctors and ophthalmologists say do. So interesting one. But, mate, I, I'm, I'm intrigued as to whether it applies. You know those old pictures that were just one, uh, one-dimensional picture, but you could sort of look through them and see a 3 The magic image? eye, the magic eye is, pictures. Is that the same kind of thing? Like uh, if kids not. can't I think get there that? is something happening that it forms a 3D image sort of at your retina level. Well, I can't explain it. I'm, no. I'm not. I'm not an ophthalmologist. So that was, I think, the word I was trying to say. It. But uh, it's an interesting one, that one, Trevor. That uh, I think it's going to be game, game device, camera, 
Eye Doctor. That's it, mate. Um, we've, we've, we've smashed the time. We're trying to keep it to a half an hour. So techguide.com.au for more info on all of those things. Plus, um, we might talk next week if we get time on about digital radio growing. And if you want to, if you're a Lord of the Ring fans, go to techguide.com.au. There's a stack of info there on billions of hours worth of new viewing on Blu-ray. So check it out, mate. And we'll talk again next week. Yes, we will. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.